Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, January 31st, 2023, and this is day 1777 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and honor you and we praise you. You are the only one worthy of all the praise. You are the true and living God. You are the provider of everything that we can ever need, even the desires of our hearts you bless us with. And I I thank you, Lord. And even when it seems hopeless, you are always there. Help us, Lord, to continue to persevere and press our way through whether it be through a relationship, whether it be through finances, whether it be through healings, whatever it is. Lord, I pray that our hearts will be yielded unto you and trusting you always. I thank you for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, it's not business as usual. Nope, it is not. (laughs) So get ready to have your socks shaken off because we're not the way God does things. It is not going to make, it may not be the way you did it yesterday. It may not be the way your mama and daddy did it. It may not be the way you were taught or trained to do a certain assignment, but God has given us a new way, a different way. And if we are not careful, we will miss it. We will miss our blessing. We will miss the new invention that he's giving us. We'll miss the new business idea that he's blessed us with because we've gotten so conditioned to the world system and the way that they say to do things. And God is saying, I don't function like that. (laughs) All right, we're coming out of Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 17. Luke chapter 13, 10 through 17. And it says, on the Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues. And a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her and immediately she straightened up and praised God. You know, there's so many things right there in that little package that I see that, you know, like... um, You know how sometimes we feel like we got to pray a long, elaborate prayer. No, he didn't. He just said, woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Few words, laid his hands on her. She was healed immediately. Nothing wrong with praying long if you want to. But listen, sometimes we get caught up there too. This is what we've heard others do. And, you know, the way they do it. And God's saying, I'm not, I'm I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not giving it to you that way. You you do it the way I've called you to do it. And it says immediately she straightened up and praised God. Look at who got the glory and all that. That's right, God, and he should always get the glory. 
Indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue leader said to the people, there are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. So they're missing, the, this man's missing the whole picture, right? It's about the people. It's not about your rules and regulations. Mm. The Lord answered him, you hypocrites. Doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox or donkey from the stall and lead it out to give it water? <laughs> I love Jesus. Man, he tells them straight. There is no room for doubt, right? <laughs> then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, she too is a Jew, whom Satan has kept bound for 18 long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? Man, I just love the way Jesus posed his questions <laughs> and the way he used a comparison. First of all, giving them an example of you do it. You may not you may not do it in this way, but you're doing it. It's the same thing. When he said this, all his opponents were humiliated, but the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. They're probably saying to themselves, Finally, or to each other, finally, somebody gets it. Finally, somebody's bold enough to stand up to these people that have been keeping us bound. Wow, right? It's time. It is time to stop doing business as usual. Point number one, change can be hard for some people. I get it. But if we're not willing to shift when God says move, we'll miss out on the great things he has in store for us. It could be a, the very thing that happened to this woman, a healing. It could be deliverance. It could be, you know, that spouse you've been waiting on, that husband or that wife you've been saying, I'm waiting on that. Per it, they could be standing right before you. They may not look the way you envision them to look, right? They might not have the job you envision them to have. Um, they may not function in the way that you felt like they would function like in the type car they drive or in the type house they have or whatever that may be you know so we need to understand <laughs> when God opens that door for you it's up to you to walk through it what if this crippled woman had accepted the law's interpretation uh, of the synagogue leader and told Jesus uh no that that's okay I'll, I'll wait uh until uh, any uh, day other than the Sabbath to let you heal me. No, we must receive the blessings when the Lord gives them. Otherwise, we'll be stuck in the same situation that we've been praying to God for freedom from. <laughs> right? You ain't been praying and praying, Lord, please get me out of this. Lord, please deliver me from this. Lord, please bless my finances, Lord. And the Lord is saying, uh, I blessed you to be a good steward. So what you need to do is... Uh, uh, you need to uh, sacrifice. Uh, you need to sell one of your through one of the three vehicles you've got. You you need to uh, get rid of some of the things that you have and uh, and watch me make a way. Your your money, your resources, a lot of times are right there, or it's right within you as you make the change. God's mercy, grace, and compassion is not based upon laws and rules. Uh, no, it's based up on his unconditional love for all of us. His that's that's how he shows it. You know, that's that's what it's based upon.
I love you just because. I love you right where you are sinning to the max. (laughs) I mean, that's how it was for me. He loved me sinning in every kind of way possible. He said, Jackie, I'm waiting on you. My arms are stretched open. And when you're ready, I'm here. And one day, somebody might, well, my brother, (laughs) who who was out there selling drugs and doing all kind of stuff that wasn't right, got saved because of a woman he met that he wanted to marry. And she said, "Uh uh-uh, you're not saved. You don't know Jesus. And he, being the persistent person that he was (laughs) and still is, said, let me check this out. Went to her church, got saved. Then he started being, uh, you know, one of those uh, sharing the love of Jesus with others, like his family, like me. Jackie, if you don't get saved, you're going to hell. I'm like, what? I never heard of that. Didn't even know, you know, not, not to that extent. Didn't know about salvation. And then he told me, and I went to that same church and never looked back. <laughs> I was there for 38 years. I'm like, wow, or 28 years, I'm sorry, 28 years, and then moved on to my parents' church for 14 years, you know, and doing whatever it was that God would have me to do. Point number two, understand that in these last days we're living in, it will not be business as usual. Instead, listen, here's something we're going through. T-Zone, we've counted on funders, large organizations to fund us, the normal thing, writing grants to these organizations. And, you know, and a few of them uh, have given us funding. uh, And then after that is over and it's like, okay, what do we do now? We need to hurry up and get some money in so we can continue the program. Uh, God has allowed those doors to be closed right in our face. And I'm like, Lord, I just, I sent that. And they said, no, Lord, I, we, we did this grant request and, and everything was the same even as before and we were able to get a grant. Now they're saying stupid things like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, your grant proposal looked really good, but we just couldn't figure out how to do it for youth. I'm like, what? Your, your grant outline before I even, you know, proposed or did my paperwork said you fund youth organizations. Anyway. I mean, their reasons for not funding has been ridiculous. But here's what God said to me. He said, I'm going to fund you through fee-based service programs and through individuals. (laughs) Yeah, like you, individuals that send in donations, not primarily through these big companies that are we've gotten so used to the ones that have the millions of dollars so that and and instead it's going to be through people everyday people that that are middle class that are you know people that struggle just like many of us that you know from one week to the next to pay but yet they may have five dollars a month to say you know what i like this and then for them doing that god's gonna bless them too Your blessing is in your giving, right? Understanding that. Don't hold back. When you hold back, you're holding back your own blessing. However, when the shift takes place, it may be a moment of fear of the unknown. 
This woman had been used to seeing only the ground bent over. Just imagine, she had not been able to look up to see the heavens, the stars, the moon, the sky that God created. She had not been able to see any of that. You know, anybody that was talking to her had to probably bend down to see her and look in her face to talk to her. She may have had to get help, but of course, getting her clothes on. And she may have figured out ways to do it herself. Being unable to straighten up for 18 years, it became her new normal. At the very moment Jesus called her forward, she could have hesitated, wondering what if this or that. In faith, she moved forward and was healed. The same for us. It may be just taking that step forward to receive what the Lord has for you. We must ignore those stuck in bondage of the status quo and trust God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength for he knows what's best for us. We've got to learn to do it his way. Even when it's uncomfortable, even when you can't see the whole picture, what you see is right in front of you. Oh my gosh, we're going to fail. Oh my goodness, what are we going to do? <laughs> Listen, these are the very same things that go through my mind as I'm going through this journey and <clears throat> this nonprofit world journey and, you know, and loving the work of serving our youth and families and teaching them these awesome skills. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like finances. What? Why do we have to worry about that? And the Lord says, don't worry, I've got people set up in place that I put in place for you to meet. And one of them, my sister called, said, hey, Jackie, there's this lady, you know, that runs this organization and they, they could use your services. And, and then um, one of my daughters in Christ called Camille and says, hey, there is this organization that needs programming. Like, yeah, all right, let's, we'll talk to them. And they've got funding to pay for the programming. Like, yes, it may be different than the way I've been used to doing it, but it's still serving the youth and it may be in a whole different location. It may be, um, you know, at different hours of the day, whatever that is. I've got a couple of things I'm doing in the evening now. <laughs> I'm used to doing them during the day. It's women and uh, God's saying, no, you do it with the time they can do it. You're going, to be, you're going to be providing them these services. Like, look at God. Yesterday, I had the privilege of doing a mediation. And I, and I don't tell the, you know, what really was going on or all the personal things. But let me just tell you this that blew me away about this mediation. It was something so uncommon from the way I was raised. And the way that things are typically done. So the parents were there at this mediation. In which we typically say no. But if they're there, we get it. Because they need to see too. So we say, okay, would you mind just not saying anything? Just let the kids work it out as I guide the process. And they're like, sure, sure. And so anyway, we could size people up by looking at them, right? And think, oh, they look like a thug or they look like this or they look like they're doing the same thing their kids are doing, fighting. <clears throat> if we're not careful, you know, judging others, putting them down by the way they look. And I'm very, very uh, conscious of that. 
Uh, God showed me that years ago <laughs> to not do that. Anyway, uh, during the mediation, the you know one of the problems was that one young man said something that offended. Des- it was deeply offensive to another young man or put it on social media and it caused the young man, it was two, two young men that were related, to approach that person and say, why did you say that? And that person snickered and it turned into a fight. And the school, which is a charter, wanted these kids to not be suspended and they wanted them to be in class. They had to go through a little suspension and they were willing, these kids, three boys were willing to go through the mediation and their parents were willing. The part that was totally uh, different than anything I'd seen was at the end, I allowed the parents to share whatever was on their hearts and they did. And it was the one mother was on the phone on the conference and another mother was there and and the father was there to the young man that made the statement. And I went around the room and asked each of them, what do you have to say? And they went, the, the, young, the father was last. And I said, sir, do you have something to say? He said, yes, I do. He said, I want to first of all apologize to you young men and to the mother of these two young men. Even though these two young men fought his son, he said, my son should not have said what he said to you. And I am sorry. Now, it was, I mean, tears within my heart were just coming down. (laughs) I was just like, what? I not ever heard a parent, uh, and I'm not saying it's not done, but to see it, and this this is a man, a black man, uh, and I say that because coming up, uh, you know, in our heritage, you don't do that. Um, kids stay in their place, and I'm the boss, I'm in charge, that kind of thing. And for him to do that, show great humility, a great example for these two young men. I mean, everything else that was said was wonderful during the process, but that was the icing on top, the cherry on top for him. And he meant it from his heart. And he said, the way I was raised, if someone had said something like that to me, we were taught to also do what you did. He said, but, um, yeah, you know, basically moving forward, they're changing that. And he made that great leap by saying, I'm sorry. And then you know what happened organically after that? They all apologized to each other, the young men. And it was from their hearts. Shook hands. <laughs> Look at God, right? It blessed my heart so much. And the parents exchanged phone numbers. And this man said, it's too much killing going on out here. And uh, he said, we need to work things out among ourselves. 
We don't have to call in anybody to do it for us. We basically, he was saying, we have the ability to do it ourselves. And and I would, he said, I'd love for us to call each other if we need to. And even let's all go to dinner. Yeah, I'm not lying. And, and this is like the second one in a row where something like that happened. We can size people up and say, oh, they just want to kill each other, blah, blah, blah. But they don't. They just need an avenue. They just need a space that is open to them to have safe communication and someone impartial there that can guide that process effectively. And that's where God has placed me. And the teacher who asked, because I'd known this group for years, and uh, they said, hey, call me, call Jackie. And she stood there, the teacher stood on the outer skirts, and I could see her big old smile as she saw her precious Precious students work through this process, but most of all, to see these parents show uh, by example another way, a different way. And I was just so grateful to be a part of that. What about you? What is God showing you that it will no longer be business as usual? It is time to go down that straight and narrow road that leads to the Lord. And whatever way he says to do it, so be it. Now, if you don't know him as your Savior, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate. That's what it's all about, to be with Jesus and God the Father for eternity. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And check us out on TZoneKC.org. Uh-huh. That's where you, where you come in at, where you can make donations to help us continue this great work that God has given us to do. You will become a partner with us. So we're we're shifting and doing what God is saying. We're doing the unconventional DIY chick and unconventional DIY bro, teaching people how to fix things in their own house and how to possibly even become a contractor, but learning how to do this repair work, small things that make a big difference. They can cost so much in the long run and giving them, equipping them with the tools they need to do it for themselves, and also teaching them life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. Thank you again for your donations. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.